This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys what, what app. Is, is great. Welcome to the SWBC Mortgage Studio and an all-star cast for a victory Friday here at the Star in Frisco. Cowboys win 38-14 over the Washington Redskins. Redskins, dead skins, no more skins. That is Nate Newton. We've got Brian Broadus in studio. Nick Eatman, Mickey Spagnola, Kent Garrison producing next door inside the Garrison. Rob Phillips as your host for the next hour. Let's break it down, y'all. Cowboys back to 6-6. Six and six. The season mm. still lives. Wow. Rolling. Well, I'm excited, man. I'm excited that these guys got got picked themselves up by their bootstraps and did what they had to do, man. Great team win. I'm excited, Nick. I don't know what to do, baby. I'm trying to contain myself. I heard you were saying they needed to run the ball. Yes, man, I, for a whole lot of reasons. For a whole lot of reasons. Not just to uh, satisfy those savage beasts and the old running and the old uh, blocking linemen, but just, just for a whole lot of reasons, Nick. You did you call figured, that. You figured 42 runs? Yeah, no, I didn't figure that. I figured about, remember I said 30? Yeah, I figured about 30 runs, you know, but. And we questioned you on that on the show a couple days ago because. They weren't running it. and Well, they've been running it. Anywhere. They haven't been running for big chunks. And one of the criticisms of this offense the last three games is they're not going down the field. They got to make plays down the field. And they got some of that, but Alfred Morris had a terrific game and they found some balance in this game, guys. What are your thoughts, Brian? Yeah, no, I'm 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 okay. I, it's so funny watching the game with Nate, and even the negative one plays those early plays. Keep running it, keep running. I mean, you know, and, and and Nate knew something. He knew what was going on, and you talked about they were able to find some traction. I think the most really the most important run of the game was Prescott's scramble. You know, yes. on third and six or third and five. That's what it, it was. And then next thing you know, it's kind of like all of a sudden, you know, there's a running play with your quarterback using his legs. And it kind of got them going offensively. Once they got that first down, then things kind of came together. I, I did like the way that Linehan called the game. You know, I, I felt like that there were some things that they were able to do. Once they figured it out, they said, okay, hey, we're going to have two or three running plays. Let's just kind of go to them, go to them, hang their hat. They got, the, they got some um, runs out on the edge. They did a nice job of taking advantage of the Redskins a couple different times where they caught him with uh, too many guys on one side of the field and then cut everybody off on the other side. And that allowed Alfred Morris to have some of those backdoor runs. So, yeah, overall running the ball because your quarterback's numbers look like some numbers you'd have in the first quarter of a game. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to really say about him. And, you know, with, with Dak, it's always about maybe 19 completions, 25 attempts, 241 yards, two touchdowns. You know, these numbers are really uh, not uh, great, but I didn't feel like Washington was going to give them anything in the secondary. I really, really didn't. Uh, you know, and my thing was, uh, and we talked about it on the show last night, is our defense just was lights out. I mean, with the turnovers, even though the, the turnovers was keeping them in the, – they were red zone turnovers, I, I just felt, okay, and he right. I'm, I'm, I want – the negative yardage didn't bother me in the first half because he's trying to find yourself. If your identity is one thing, we're going to run the ball, we're going to be tough, okay, let's get you traction, let's get going. My, my, my deal about running, and I simply told you this the other day, is at the end of these five games, I need for Dak to be standing up. I need for him to be confident, not just running his mouth confident, but the way he throw the ball, the, the completions versus the, the completions versus the interceptions, or the interceptions versus the touchdowns. I want this defense 
to have uh, – it's easier for me. If I'm, if I'm playing defense, if I run onto the sideline and you run three quick passes, I'm right back out there. It's just like the, the, get the guy we had at the Philadelphia with Oregon Ducks, three, three quick plays and over. But if you run the ball, it takes a little more time. It may not be but 30 seconds more than what it normally be, but those 30 seconds you can sit down and at least drink a cup of water. It's just running does a lot for your team more than just saying, I want to run the ball 40 times. We just was fortunate enough that our defense played well, our special teams was off off the chain, and and it helped. And it got it, that's what got these guys going. But why did they run the ball? Because it was working. Yeah, and, and the offensive line probably played I, its best game yeah, in a month. Yeah, and, right. And, no and, no and, no and I and I really didn't care. I, I, I at this point, I really don't care. If we run it 30 times and don't give it 100 yards, I really don't care. Because what it does is, and even if you're knocking your head against the wall, and I'm just old school, you throw it 35 times, I know what's going to happen. They're going to get out our quarterback. Our offensive line going going to panic. We're going to do some crazy things. They're going to hit him, and we're going to have some turnovers. Well, running the ball, I don't think Alfred Morris going going to fumble. I don't think Rod gonna fumble. I just got I'm looking at the overall view of where this team at now. A lot of people think they're getting in the playoffs. I I think it's a game by game situation. Sure it is. You know so yeah yeah. And that just that's just how I feel because our defense played well last night. But is that it, can we depend on that week in and week uh, out? You look at that though, but you look at the defense. Man, they made some huge changes in the secondary. No, they did. If, if you think about it, I mean, they, they really, you know, they, they felt like that they needed, even with the Wouzier, they, they saw what he did at practice. That was a gut call right there. To start him at left corner and not really have a real understanding of what he, you know, what he could do. A guy do. that had played a lot of safety before he got hurt. Well, yeah. And, 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 that's that's kind of what he'd and, been working on. But a lot? A little. Right. Practice some. Yeah, Mick. Practice that safety. He, he was a cornerback that the media okay. made a safety out of. Okay. He, he was playing play safety, safety before he got hurt. He did yeah. play, yeah. 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 But it he was – practice. It yeah. was, it, he wasn't playing deep safety the whole time. He they, was in the slot. Yeah. They needed somebody out there to cover. Yeah. And then it wasn't just putting a wouzier there. They, they, they quit moving Skandrick around on the nickel. They right. left him out there at right corner, right corner and put a Xavier Woods in the slot. Yeah. And then when they went dime, they put Skandrick in there and Lewis went in. Well, what about So Kayvon they played a Frazier. lot of, and then he came in on some of the changeup defenses too. When Byron when Byron Jones went in the slot a couple times yeah. on the tight end. You know, if if you got a defense that's doing what they did last night, what's just mentioned we talked about Kayvon Frazier. Yeah, that was tremendous, man. It seemed like the coaches made the right calls at the right times, and players executed. Yeah, you know, so and I'm with you. That was a gut call they did with a Wuzie, uh, that could have gone bad, whatever it's called. But yeah, that could have gone badly for them. Yeah, they, really, they felt like they needed to get some more competition, Nick. Yeah, and, and, uh, and try to change things up. A and you know they're going to need those guys because I don't know. We'll find out what Skandrick's uh, issue is. He's got he's got kind of a back injury, I guess. So yeah, 
he could be missing some time here. Jerry uh, spoke to it on the fan this morning. It is the transverse process. Same thing Romo had a couple years ago, which he missed one game. Jerry said maybe he won't miss any time. Skandrick won't. So we'll have to see. But it's encouraging to see these young guys get thrown in the mix there and produce yeah, that, with I, him. And then he went out in the fourth quarter. You know, Mickey was asking for pass rush on our show, and he got some pass rush. You know, that's they were able to choke the run. Pirine was never really able to get going. That's a large part because of Anthony Hitchens and what he was able to do. That's a quiet 15 tackles to me. I'll tell you what, though. He was like, all, all he, over the place. I just yeah. don't remember 15. I remember some big hits, yeah. but not 15. I'll tell you, and, you know, you also, you know, you look at, uh, you know, some of the other guys, some tackling, that some guys that had been pretty poor. We were talking about Kayvon Frazier was another one that had some, you know, has some space misses, and, man, he came up and made a couple of big plays, and, so as a whole, they, they, they did a better job of covering. I think the Redskins helped them with a couple of drops along the way. But for the most part, you got to give them a lot of credit for the pressure they created. And then also, though, for their ability to be in the right place at the right time to get those turnovers. Frazier ended up playing. I mean, he had six tackles. I'm, I'm guessing that's a career high. Yes. Uh, but he only played 21 snaps. Right. So it wasn't like he was a staple out there. They were rotating those guys. They were changing it up. What was surprising but, is they took Byron Jones off the and field. And they did take him off. Yeah. But you know what? He still – I went and looked at the uh, at the snaps, and uh, he still played 75% of the plays, 40, right. 45, 45 plays. So uh, there were – but they, they had a rotation going on what they wanted to do down in distance, and they were able to – uh, to uh, execute it. And, yeah, the coverage, other than that one drive, when they went zone, uh, they played awfully well. Yeah. You don't, you don't you. like that zone defense. I hate yeah. that zone because they don't play it well. They Every time they pass off a guy, they, they pass it to open air. They don't, they yes. don't pass well. That's absolutely, yeah. that's yeah, absolutely you know, right. Is that Heath? We, that's oh, that's, that's, yeah, he's got to be, yeah. Well, you know, you but get, why was why was Skandrick going down when the guy underneath him was covered? Yeah, well, they, they ran flat and he went down with it, and then he was thinking that that Heath was going to come over the top and take his guy. Now that's that's just trying that's trusting that your guy is going to be there. But yeah, Skandrick went when he went as soon as he went down. I went. Uh, that's not going to be good. It was almost like he was cheating to go on he was because he thought jump, he was going to throw underneath. Jump the route. And yeah. Collinsworth yeah. called him out and said, if yeah. you're in zone like that, you yeah. don't release your guy to the outside. You yeah. release him to the inside because yeah. that's where the safety help is. Right. Yeah. But anyway, they, they played well. They got the pass rush, four sacks. Um, they, they got after him. I mean, think about it. They had one sack in three games and got four in this game. Demarcus Lawrence is your new sack leader for the moment once again. Two sacks in the game. How, how big of a lead does he have? He's got a sack and a half lead, and over Chandler Jones and Everson Griffin, who play on Sunday for their. Oh, yeah, Clayus Campbell. He he fell off. Fell off a little bit. All right. Yeah. It's so good. It's they 13, need. They, you know, I'll 13, tell you the one thing. Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Yeah. But isn't this their best team win of the year? Kansas uh, City. Well, uh, at the make? time, I think Kansas City's still the best team. I, I win. think, given what they needed. After this three, I mean, just a terrible three-game losing streak. It's up there, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they competed, and that's what you want. I mean, you you want them to, to show some fight, uh, you know, bounce back. And you know, we're talking about Dak not playing well. You have to throw in the fact that you know he did go to the locker room with a bruised hand and it was oh, swollen. We're just saying the numbers aren't well. The numbers I, are great. The numbers, the numbers, the numbers, great numbers are great, but I, I think overall, if you look at the way he played, he did exactly yeah. what he needed to and, do. And I think you know we're we're not talking about it a lot, but. 
Switzer's punt return for a touchdown. Not only did it open the, the you know, up <laughs> scoring 17 nothing, but they were about to play Cooper Rush in the game. Dak was in the locker room. That touchdown s- saved them about five minutes, and then Dak was able to come back out there, play, not miss a beat. Not saying that Cooper Rush would have thrown a pick six like that, but it was nice to, to not have to deal with that right this second. The touchdown, 17 nothing, and then by the time Dak's out there, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, they would have ended up running the ball 45 times. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly right, yeah. Well, you know, you wouldn't let Cooper no, air it out. But, but, but your point about team victory, that was the first thing that came out of Jason's mouth. Uh, I'm telling you, this game. had to be big because, like Rob said, you you reeling from three bad, terrible losses. Yeah. You're oh, at a crossroad. Uh, oh, I don't think point. there's yeah. many people that gave them chance to win this football game. You know. I really don't. I looked in the newspaper, about eight people, only two. Yeah. Gave him a chance. So, uh, you know, I didn't realize it until I went back and looked at it this morning how big our defense was in the first half and how big that punt was in the first half. That, that It just got everything just rolling, man. It, it just got every. It, it gave our offense, who was like was in a fog, a chance to come out of that fog. And uh, Oh, it was four possessions yeah. in a row, sure. three and out. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. I was sitting there going, "Okay, I've seen this story before." Right, and Dak was pressing. He he couldn't yeah. get into the any first rhythm. few throws, he man. Was, he wasn't settled, uh, and it was starting to look. Oh, yeah, you can't blame it all on the hand. It was no, that was before. Yeah. That was before yeah. the hand. Yeah, he actually came back in the second half and threw the ball with more authority yeah. after he hurt his hand. Pressing's a good word because there were throws to the sideline that were just that were high yeah I saw a little bit of that in the three game losing streak or that weird decision when he was scrambling and he tried to at the last minute throw it to Witten yeah, and flipped it forward yeah threw it about 10 feet over his just, head yeah. just kind of out of sync Romo, that was Romo play yeah I, I mean he almost looked like he was out of control on that play I think the best throw he, he finally made, settled down the, the, the third down throw he makes to Bryant that goes for 24 yards you could talk about the one he threw in the end zone for the touchdown but the pocket was perfect. He stood right in the middle of it. Bryant runs a great route to get separation in there. And he puts it right between the eight and the eight. I mean, that's what you got to do right there. Those, if you're going to, you know, if you're, if a guy's going to run a good route, reward him with a ball that he can catch. And I, I felt like that, that the protection was excellent on that play. And it just, it needed right where it needed to be to hit, to hit that play. And to go back to what Rob said about the team victory, that was the first thing also when we did the Jason Garrett show that uh, Jason just kept talking and talking and talking about how it was a team effort. Uh, the fact that, you know, the offense struggled, but the defense stepped up. Uh, then they get a special teams uh, play. Uh, special teams played well. Three. And then the offense started going, uh, the defense. And I'll tell you what, to be honest with you, and you can ask Taylor, when when they zip, zip, zipped and went right down oh, the yeah, field yeah, and yeah. it's 24-14, yeah. I go, I go, they're one mistake away from losing this game. And, right. and she goes, oh, quit being so pessimistic. I said, no. I said, because if they score and the Cowboys don't, I said, they right. need a seven-minute drive. Yes. And I don't care if they kick a field goal. They need a seven-minute drive, and they went 6-33 and scored that touchdown. You know, right. Mick, I, I, I talked with Rob right before we went on. I was like, that to me was the key of the game. And I think that's what you're talking about, Nate, about even when you're just kind of running in the first and second yeah. half, second quarter, just stick with it, stick with it. Because when you need it, it was 11-28 to go. 
Morris for nine, Morris for six, Morris for 15, Morris for 11, Smith for four, Smith for three. You know, like run, run, six run, straight, run, run. Pl- Six straight yeah. runs. Yeah. yeah after- and, that, and that throw that Dak threw to uh, T. Will on, on, on Josh. On the, on the, yeah. And there's, like, there's another guy. If you want to talk about Whoa. kind of some unsung heroes in this game, not many people can run routes and get receptions. And I think T. Will had uh, three targets and two of them were against. So he had to, he was really sacrificed in this game to having to run those routes against Josh Norman. Yes. And he was able to make a couple plays. The stutter go comeback was a great throw from left hash all the way across the field. And then the third down where he was able to escape inside. I mean, that's just effort on his part not to be denied. You know, what what was kind of funny, if you look at Dak's numbers, that they're they're mediocre, right? Mm. But if you look at the big plays he made, sure. yeah. that yeah. was the thing. He, yeah. that, that pass right there. Yeah. You know, in the, in the pass to Dez, yeah. uh, the touchdown to Witten, yeah. w- which you could see coming the way they lined up on the goal line, and, and it was like, all right, Witten's going to get single coverage here because yeah. they were waiting for the ball to be run, and, and they all came up on the line of scrimmage. And that was happening early. When they went to two tight end, they came up with eight in the box, nine in the box, and it was like, you're not going to run the football. And then they finally, when Dak ran that one, now – I say that. That was a good run. But I hope everybody sees what happens when you want your quarterback running a lot. Sure. Yeah. Well, kind of what it goes back to Nate said. Just keep your quarterback healthy. Yeah. Now, part, part of their offense is him running the football. Yeah. And, and the option and the threat. But but you know what? Uh, he'll pull a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning because ain't nobody can go to the ground like them two guys. Like, they be shot. They see something coming or they feel it. They just they – just, his body just go like jello. Let's, uh, let's take our first break. We come back. Let's talk a little bit more about Dak and the way he's performed and the way he's kind of bounced back from the three-game losing streak along with the entire team as we see his bobblehead. We'll get to some of the bobbleheads and items on sale as well during this holiday season next. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. 
John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabric you can barely feel. Shop exclusively Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Get you some Tommy John for your husband, your family members this holiday season and shop.dallascowboys.com for Mm -hmm. Cyber Week. At the Cowboys Pro Shop. Offers valid through December 2nd. We got the bobbleheads. Nick's got mini helmet. Long sleeve shirt. The Tervis thermoses. Yep. Mickey's shirt. Which one is that? That's the... The uh, one he's worn for three days now. That's the Mitchell and Ness sealed yes. win. I'm getting a commission. The more you guys buy, the more I make. Okay? Yeah. That's a nice shirt, though. That's marked down to $24.99. There's no way this is $24.99. That's it a, is. A, the shirt is beyond soft. I mean, it's, Great. it is a... Really nice shirt. Nate's got one. Yeah, yeah. I have it's too warm for it. Not at home. It's too hot. They don't skip man. out at the on the on the uh, star there. I mean, that's it's that's it's straight from the helmet. It's <laughs> right oh, there. That's pretty good, Nick. That's pretty good. Yeah, wow. Baby Yeah. Now, see, you could wear that one out and kind of sneak by. This one's yeah. like a billboard. Cowboys. Cowboys. Shop.dallascowboys.com. All right. Oh, welcome Dak. back to the show, Dak Prescott. We talked about his his game. Brian said the numbers weren't terrific. He started off one of six yeah. as the offense sputtered to four straight three and outs. Winds up 11 of 22, 102 right. yards. Mm-hmm. Took one sack, two touchdowns, no interceptions. It's a 93.4 quarterback rating. There you go. And, you know, he took a lot of flack these three games. Everybody did, but he's the quarterback, and it sure comes is. with the dinner. He said that he got some advice from a couple key uh Key former players that helped him out too. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks have taken a lot of abuse. Roger through the, through the days. Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman. Roger said he he said Roger told him about the time he got booed back in the day. He told us that on the Legend Show Wednesday night. I go, no way. He yeah. never got booed. He goes, oh yeah, I got booed. So I hope when we're all seventy five years old, we're tweeting or we're texting somebody. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I said, wait a minute, you're texting. He goes, oh yeah. He goes, I had I. Gave him a little bit of encouragement because uh, I knew he was going through a lot, and you just have to hang in there. That we, and then he he had the line, I, and I forgot what it was. It was something about, um, it. I can't remember. Don't worry about it, Nick. Darn it! It's a late night. It was a great line about. Hey, good Dak. And bad. This is Raj. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Captain but, America. What's up? All these quarterbacks have each other's numbers around the country. Yeah. It pops up. It's Tom a, Brady face. Oh, hey. Palour, like it's a frat. One. Yeah. You think Steve Palour just comes in and says, hey, don't worry about it, Dak. Yeah, baby. I've been through this. Yeah. Well, he went through a lot, too. Palour. <laughs> oh. Him and Gary Hogaboom. <laughs> he did. Bad stuff. Come on. That was, that was Nate's quarterback, Dow. I wasn't crying over 
<laughs> hey, well, okay, so it's part of the job, right? And he knew he could play better. He had eight turnovers in those three games. He didn't turn over the ball last night. Right. But I think we spoke to a little bit in the first segment. He got help. I mean, Mickey spoke to the offensive line. That was one of their best performances. I think they were balanced and just kind of better overall in this game, right? Jason couldn't say enough about Leo Collins. That's the, amazing. The that fact he, yeah. that he didn't practice yeah. all week. They weren't sure he could go play. And then he goes out and plays the way he did. Played well. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of those runs early, they were to the right. They were going right. I right looked at his him. passes, man, and his right hand was perfect. You know, yeah. that's the first thing. He got it, huh? at, Yeah, in training yeah. camp, he kept missing. Yeah. He wasn't missing, man. His, his right hand was right on target. It lined him back up a couple of times. And I'll guarantee you, he yeah. wasn't 100% healthy. Well, there's some question about whether he was going to play he, in this game. He gutted it out. So, yeah, Jason, Jason just went on and on about him. Didn't give him any help. You know, that, no. that was what you're always thinking about when you got, like, Ryan Kerrigan and Preston Smith and those guys, and even uh, Junior Gallette. Some, you, you're thinking, okay, how are they going to chip him? How are they going to help him? So, I went there a little bit. Yeah, but it wasn't as, it, it wasn't as strong he as – He had, like, yeah. ten plays in a yeah. row where he did his business. Yeah, and you know what was impressive yeah. for a guy with a back is that he was able to sit down on those guys. Yeah. Usually when you're worried about your back and stuff, as protection, you don't get in position. You lean. You're trying to stop them at the line. Boy, his pass sets were really, really good. Nate was talking about yeah. knee bend and his hand. Those yeah. two things were really good in that game. What you I know? thought was interesting was the Redskins' offensive line, you know, that they were banged up on their side, and you wondered how long they could hold up. You know, these guys have been in and out of, you know, with injuries, and would they would they make it for four quarters? And then you look, flip to the Cowboys' side, and you're like, wait a second, if you're expecting – them to go down, then why would Tyron Smith and Lyle stay in there for two, you know, for the for both um, halves? And they did. And the Redskins guys struggled. Yeah, know? I tell and you once, what, man. Morgan, Morgan Moses, I don't know much about him, but two ankle injuries and a knee. He's been fighting through that for the, you know, and then it just, I Was guess. He, he had three injuries listed on the injury. Three injuries. Both, and I, and both it, ankles or both knees? Both might, ankles and a knee. And yeah. he got carted off. I don't really know what the injury And I might be wrong, but he might be the only opening day offensive line starter for them that actually had played in every game, made every start, right. and now he's down. I mean, I that is a banged-up football playing the next one. Well, yeah. you know, and two, it, 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 it's so funny because I was watching the tape about it, and we talk about how you help guys. If you look on Taco's sack, it was Pirine getting in the way yes. of, of the tackle of Nsiki, you know, uh, and, and he was trying to, like, get to his guy. And here you have a back, and it's a it's a dangerous thing to do. We talk about, oh, you got to get him help, you got to get him help. But all of a sudden, Nate could talk about that when you try and help somebody, and the back fits in the wrong spot, and he picked his own guy, and that allowed Taco the straight run on the quarterback. Oh, don't minimize Taco's sack. <laughs> no, I'm not minimizing. I, I, no, I, the example I'm giving is that yeah. when you I know try, what you're when, saying. When you try and help guys, I know. I, and yeah. hey. And yeah. there was a lot of times they were putting two tight ends over to that right side to sure. make sure Lawrence didn't get there. Yeah. And and but they you can't do it every play. Yeah. Now I'm sure the Redskins fans are why didn't they help him out? Right. Well, they did. Well, there's an example why you don't help sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. We had that discussion, Nate, after the Atlanta game. Obviously, when Chaz gives up a bunch of sacks and. They admit they should have helped him more, but is it a situation where sometimes you got to let a guy handle his own business? And not in that case. Not in that case. <laughs> no, not when no. you get a destroyed. Not, Ch- not in Chaz's case, not right? Chaz. It, it, it's it's a lot of ways you can bump. It's a lot of creative ways you can. You a lot of times you can just put a guy right in right in his path. You know, you can time it where Jason Witten is chopping. 
And then as soon as the ball snaps, Motion go across, right, yeah. yeah, just roll right across his face. Yeah. And that'll give the, 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 the guy a chance. It's just so many ways you can do it. But the way P. Ryan did it, you can tell he was a rookie. Yeah. You know, and it showed up because he yeah. got picked. He picked that guy, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. And so, but that helped the confidence of Charlton. So I'm yeah. happy. So just just putting the guy in motion. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like if I, like wing, like a, wing. Like, I, like I'm the tackle, right? Yeah. And he's a, he's the defensive end. If I got Witten standing right here, as soon as they say hut hut, just let him run right across. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll give me a chance to set up. Oh yeah, it's a lot of ways. Uh, I can fake like I'm a bump him. Or I can bring a guy behind me. They never call. Right yeah, that's not a pick that they yeah. call. Yeah. No, no but I've seen that where they put the guy in. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you who the, the mouse that is. The other side of the New England Patriots. They got so many ways to bump a guy. It's, it's ugly, man. You just got to be willing to have your third option go out late. I got you. Yeah, yeah. just that's all you got. It's just a third option going out late. Very nice. There we go. Looking at some stats over there. Getting that anywhere. Say what? So you're not getting that anywhere. Well, you know what I was I was going to say is, and you talked about Taco. It was nice. Last year, all we could talk about was the rookies. Rookies, what a great draft they had. And, and of course, they, they were. This this year, it hasn't been the same, to say the least. But it was nice for last night for guys like Ryan Switzer, who, I mean, he got some nice blocks, but he did most of that, you know, on his own, I thought. I, I, yeah. And Taco with a nice game. I thought Cheeto, we talked about it several times, not only in position, but competing for the ball, knocking it down. So those three guys right there that that had not done well early on in this season, kind of yeah, yeah, absolutely. The corner Switzer, he said that number one, he thought the Redskins might outkick their coverage a little bit, and when the ball goes down the middle of the field, there's probably more of a chance to make something happen. Yeah, than when you're pinned on the side there. Uh, but we talked about it in our show during the week, Brian. He might have been a guy who could have been inactive, could have been an inactive yeah, he candidate. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was very close to being inactive in the, the last ten minutes of the. Before they sent it in, he, they decided that uh, uh, Ben Wickery was. But yeah, you have to give uh, you have to give us some credit though on the return. He got some really. I mean, he fielded the ball twenty yards before a Redskin was. I mean, there was the closest Redskin was twenty yards from him, and he got some really nice blocks. Byron Jones threw a nice block. He got a nice uh, he got a nice block from uh, Jeff Swain. To get him through the, through the hole, yeah. Swain See came, the one that came back. Swain came back inside. He was yeah. a white guy. I yeah. just couldn't tell. Swain Swain did a great I kept, job. I kept pausing it on the thing. I couldn't tell who it was. I was like, whoever yeah. that is, that was a nice. All player. I know is He's though, once he once he hit the hole, he 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 jumped into the left lane of Sam Rayburn and zoomed right yeah. by four guys. Yeah. It's, it's been building. He's had a couple nice returns. He outran that. He yeah. outran what was left. Well, yeah, they had like, Carter missed him, and then Tressway, the punter, missed him. And but what he got to again, you have to give those guys some credit, Byron Jones and those guys, for kind of giving him that little bit of lane. Yeah. But once he got in there, then he, like Mickey said, I, he took off. I said this the other day, and 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 you guys can disagree. I'm th- I'm throwing Dion out of the, of the punt return discussion. He was the best of all time that I've seen. But the other guys in this organization that have done well are not the fastest players. Kelvin Martin was really good. Patrick Creighton was really good, and they just ran right up the field. You know, the guys become faster. Um, you become a faster player if you run right at them after they've been going 60 yards because they can't break down. So you got to be fearless enough to go straight up the middle. And that's where – now, Dion could go side to side to side, find it, hit it, and then he was just different. But you or don't have to – Yeah, you don't have to have that way. mega speed 
to be effective here. And But once you're there in the open field, you need to have it turn on the Jets, and he definitely did that. Patrick Creighton was never known as a uh, no. speed guy by any means, but he was decisive. He knew where he wanted to go. He well, had a lot of courage. This guy had, had some speed. Yeah. yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin Martin was the same way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he probably ran a 4.8, it seemed like. I mean, that, that's probably not true, but he had some really big returns for this organization. I don't know about the front roll into the end zone, though. You like that? Were you risking... Risking a lot, yeah. I was worried about like hamstring problem, ankle problem. As he got into the clear, I'm thinking, please don't pull, please don't pull, please don't pull. You know. Oh, he was scooting. He was scooting. But you bring up a good point, and we talked about Cheeto earlier in the game. You got a month left in this season, and you're not out of it yet. Are you starting to see these young guys grow up a little bit? And that's key. Final month of the season, Nate. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play Charlton. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. At the end of the, at, at the end of the year, and, and, that, and that's what, you know, I already dedicated myself to, okay, play the young guys. So I knew we was going to have some, some growing pains, not, not the three-game skid the way it was, but I knew we was going to have some growing pains. But I do not want to go into next year questioning not none of these guys if they're healthy. I don't want to be questioning none of these guys. We, I want to know. Okay, he's going to be a valuable guy next year. Oh, he's going to be – you know what I'm saying? I want to know. I know he needs to improve in a lot of areas, but if you had to pick one from him that you want him to just make leaps and bound improvement, is it his knowledge of the game? Is it his upper body strength? Just taco? Yeah. I think he had a physical skill, so I think it's just the knowledge of the game and the speed of the game. Understand that rush the passer. You know, a lot lot of times – People are like, oh, you run, stop the run, but they they will ignore that if you can hit that hit that passer. I promise you, they'll ignore a lot of those. You, you can't run block. I mean, you can't defend the run, but yeah, I got eight sacks or ten sacks. They be like, okay, we we'll spot play you. If you if you don't if you don't franchise tag Lawrence, what are you gonna do? Oof. Oh, you gotta. I'm, I, uh, is that, See, a, is that a given though? I'm just asking. I mean, I mean, I, well, I, either franchise him or, or pay him. I mean, he's gonna be back right under some. Some contract. I would, but what, what, I would imagine. But what if they don't? What I mean, what if it turns into you got Martin? You have to do. You have some other things you have to do. What they, if? He, what if they can't afford him? Cut, they they've cut, been so cut, desperate. Cut somebody. They've been so desperate. To, who, who, man, who? I don't know. Who? Mick? <laughs> just cut. Who somebody. You, you, just make, you sound very I'm fan like today, a fan Mick. now, yeah, right? You're, just you're just make it work. Wait, Rich. it's got to be. Wait, hold on. It's got to be somebody with a high price tag. Receiver. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Brian, they've been so desperate trying yeah. to get Greg Hardy, yeah. trying to get you know uh, trade up for Demarcus Lawrence, sure, or Daddy, you can Randy Gregory, Randy Gregory, yeah. I always forget about him. Um, but you know what? And this week, the Browns are going to start Josh Gordon, and he proved that he can do the necessary things, even though it took two or three years to get back on the field. And maybe Randy Gregory can look at that and say, "Hey, I can do the same thing. I got to, I got to be committed to it." Taco played 26 snaps. Right. And and to answer your question, he's doing a better job. He's still got to get better staying on his feet. Right. Only one time I saw him get collapsed. We saw that a lot in camp. And that's what we saw in camp. Right. Could stay on his feet. Nate was saying, hey, you got to play it. And Brian said it too. Got to play the guy. Play the guy. Yeah. You know, get him some snaps. And, And I think it's starting to pay off. Now, it may be too late. I don't know for this year. But. He's sort of starting to get it. I know what I was going to say. Brian said maybe he's better on the left side. Yeah. And that's kind of where he's settled in now. Right, right. 
See, the thing about it is, I think if, if Taco had shown you enough, you're still looking for consistency there. You're still looking for balance. You're still looking for technique. You're still looking for finish. If he had done all those things and kind of elevated himself, maybe you would feel better about, okay, we can let Lawrence go. But see, no, I'm just saying, though, this is where you're kind of in a bind. Nate, go turn his mic off. No, no, I just, no, no. I just think that's, no, no, that's no, no, tough, no. man. No, 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 no. If, if, I know no, what you're saying. Yeah, if you felt better about what was going on at defensive end, you could say, okay, we can, we can, we can allocate our funds elsewhere. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just, that, I just it, feel it, like they find, with Lawrence, they've finally gotten somebody, and it's been probably since D. Ware that they haven't had a guy that you're having to chip him, you're having to double him, you're having to focus on this guy because he's so productive off the edge, and that's what he's been for them this Did year. Did they feel that way, Nick, about the guy from Purdue that kept getting hurt? Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Did I they mean, felt like they had that guy. You know, he had I mean, some good years before be he got him hurt. And him and where, you yeah. know, they, they, they feel like they spent, I'm going to say they spent $21 million for a guy that played one year. Am I right about that? They, they franchised him back to back years. That's right. $10 so, million in one yeah, year. Yeah, 11, yeah, 11, I think it was $11 million right. each year. And the thing with Spencer is that, you know, he was always the other guy, you know, he, sure. he was the other guy that you thought should have kind of, Benefited from having dealt to play. with injury was always kind of nicked up, you know, yeah. back but he, but he, knee, whatever. But here's the thing on Lawrence: it's not just the sacks. He's got four tackles. Oh, no question. Playing play, the run playing well. The two playing the run well. Two tackles Absolutely. for losses. Absolutely. Two quarterback hits and the forced fumble. Absolutely. Tell, uh, tell me what happened on this play because I kind of looked up. It was an eight-yard pass to the right in front of the Redskins bench, pushed out of bounds by Demarcus Lawrence, and I'm like. What did he drop in coverage? I mean, like I don't even see what happened. Was it was they've somebody... done that a couple times? I don't know yeah. for sure, but that is a possibility because yeah. I saw him drop off. He dropped. They yeah. did he like dropped. a zone, yeah. zone blitz. I'm leading so, sacks. So I've been I've yeah, been right? listening for the last minute and a half. Okay, my 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 question simple is this right here. Okay, Marcus Lawrence, if he go away. Who is the man? No, that's what that's what I'm asking. I, not not what I'm asking. I'm just saying if Taco was more consistent, I think he was saying if Taco showed up, if like Taco Joey showed up, well, see, yeah, I was yeah. trying to well, see what y'all was seeing, and I ain't seeing no, no. it because the, the, see, the, but, the reality but, of it is he ain't. See, the thing about the, oh. the the thing that worries me a little bit is they were very proactive getting Tyron Crawford done, very proactive, very proactive in trying to get guys signed before the contract goes up. Nate, I think, and I don't know, putting words in your mouth, Brian. I think what he what he was saying is, is you didn't expect fourteen and a half or three, thirteen and a half sacks out of Demarcus Lawrence with four games to go. So going into the draft, let's draft Taco. They're thinking, you know what? We got Lawrence's contract up here. We don't right. know what to expect here. We're gonna draft Taco. Maybe we won't pay Lawrence, but that was before he went thirteen and a half sacks. Yeah. Now he's created a different. Situation. Let's see, but but the question, okay, if we look at it that way. What if Lawrence only had got six sacks and we still don't have to pay him? It, it would have been interesting, yeah. but, he, but his – You still don't have to pay him. A, a draft pick at that position where we drafted uh, Charlton at, I knew from the start, I said, okay, this, this is going to be a piece of work. People said, well, how do you know it's going to be a piece of work? Because the first thing the coach said, along with the head with the head personnel guy and scouting said, well, he's not a speed guy. There's other ways you can get to the quarterback. I said, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's not. I, I took it for what it was and worth. And he had one year starting at Michigan. Yeah. I mean, so there, I took it upside for what it, was I the took word. it for what it was worth. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that my man, like you said, I didn't know that Lawrence was going to do what he did. Sure. Yeah. But now he's done what he's done. Deal with it. Deal with it because if you let him get out the dough, who is next? Now you got to find. It may have to be. Then then it's another draft priority. Or it's you're starting from scratch. Yeah. But it's, this is the most sacks since where in 2012? Probably. That sounds right. Because Hatcher was the leader in 2013. Yeah. I don't think they've had double digits. It might because, be 2011. Yeah. No, Hatcher had 11. No, I mean since then. Oh, since Hatcher. Because Lawrence's previous career high was eight. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take our final break. 214-872-2102 is the number. <laughs> Give us a call. And we'll look, we'll look big picture, too, where the Cowboys stand now with five games to play next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. You don't want to give Papa John's any love today? Oh, I wasn't supposed to read this. Oh, well, you can read. Hey, Tommy John all you want. But Papa John's is oh, great too, right? Like double pair? We were doing two. How about Papa, Papa John's yeah. right here? I've never read this before. Go ahead, Nick. Do you guys know why Papa John's <laughs> pizza tastes so great? Why? It's ingredients. It's got to be, huh? <laughs> it is the ingredient. Yes. Yeah. I mean, of course it is. Like the veggies is never frozen and yeah. pepperoni 100 pork and beef better sure ingredients better pizza papa john's 
teamwork. Or quick draw McGraw. With all these championship games this weekend, go get you in them deep dish. I, I probably will because I'm not yeah. moving off my couch. And while yeah, you're man. watching the championship games. tonight, right? Absolutely. While you're watching the championship games, go to shop.dallascowboys.com. It's Cyber Week 2017. Offers valid through December 2nd. Online only. You can get all of this and more at major discounts. Look at Zeke. What's going on over there? Y'all going to watch that none uh, playoff Championship game tonight between Stanford and you. Come on, man. Come on, Stanford. Don't even turn your TV on. Might see you next Has any one of them got a chance of going to playoffs? I doubt it. No. Okay. But you well, might, forget them. You might want to. It might be. You might see. You might. It's like take, playing in a blue bonnet bowl. They don't even have that no more. Take a take a look at Dave Shaw tonight coaching him up at Stanford. You might like him. Might be one of your head coaches one day. TCU Oklahoma. We <laughs> think Kent. And that's an early one too, right? The Go Froggies. Uh, that's tonight. <laughs> Oh, no, TCU. TCU's in early 11 o'clock. 11 right? 30, yeah, I think tomorrow. Yeah, Ninja the Frogs tomorrow. They oh, will uh, watch that. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Football Should. on football on Ribbit. football. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phone lines. Tim in Boston, you're up on hanging with the Talking Cowboys break. What's up? Hey, guys, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. Hey, quick question. Um, do you think anytime uh, in the near future you could possibly see uh, more of a combination of uh, Beasley and Switzer on the field. I'm not sure what personnel group you call that. I know Brian had talked about it, uh, you know, after we got Switzer, that could be a possibility. I understand that gold, you know, the gold jacket may have to come off the field, but yep. is that something that you see us doing as far as maybe Nate's been talking about helping out Dak? You know, Brady does that. Uh, Brian knows that with like, you know, Edelman and Amadola up here, and he's done it for a lot of, a lot of years. It's that quick pass. Ball control, time of possession, high percentage passes. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Why hasn't that happened? Because we all thought it was. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with Witten. They, they, and it's not Witten not wanting to come off field, but it's just really they want to keep Witten on the field in those down and distance situations. Yeah, that's really what it is. Because, underneath. Yeah, yeah, underneath. He's, you know, Witten. You saw what he did there in the eight yard line the other day. He points to Prescott, tells he tells Dak, okay, look who I've got on my coverage here. As soon as Swearinger went inside on the run fake, boom, he's inside. You know, you can – people – I got in a big discussion with people on Twitter, and I know it, it drives us no, all – No, I can't believe that. It drives us all nuts. But, you know, there's people that wanted Witten benched. There's people that want Witten to play. You know, there's people calling him old and slow and unreliable, you know. and But the, the coaches don't feel that way. And that's – if you take – you know, if you take somebody off the field, who are you going to take off the field? I guess people could say you could take Williams off the field, but who's going to play on the outside? You know, so yeah, I, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of those deals where the coaches look at their personnel and they say we we'd rather keep Witten on the field than having Ryan Switzer and, out there. That's and, really what it is. And you know, and, and there's there's a little bit more to it because. Having two, those two guys on the field, and I understand New England does it. I mean, it's easy to just say, "Well, this is what New England does." But, but well, I he's think, in the Boston area, so right. No, the guy, the guy. I mean, no, he sees it, and, yeah, and, and it's yeah. just hard. Where it's like, well, why can't Garrett be like Belichick? I mean, it's yeah. always you. You know, why can't Romo be like Brady? It's fine. Yeah. Th- those guys are great, and and they they've got it working. But when you do that, you you want to be a run power team. They don't have a Zeke type thing. They don't run the ball like that. And so having them both of them out there, you do lose the versatility of this could be run pass, run pass. When Witten's out there, yes, he can still catch the ball. Yes, sure. he can block. So I think you're a little bit more balanced when you do it that way. You know, I'm 
not to say that there's not packages for both, but I think that it, you're not going to run the ball the same with those two guys out there. No, absolutely not. And the only way you do it is if you were going four wide yeah. or you were going empty, and you can have each one in a slot. But when they do that, they don't put them both out there. Yeah, A lot of swaying last night, it seemed like. Yes. Yeah. Well, like that 12, 13 personnel, when they get into that, start running the football, nothing wrong with that. Kind of felt like the running game we're used to seeing, right? Second half, wearing defenses down. Mm-hmm. 40-plus carries, I mean, it. that's even more than they usually have with Zeke. Yeah, but, it, but it kind of felt that way where just, just that, grinding on teams. That's the recipe for them having success. Is uh, You know, everybody will say, well, they have no imagination on offense. You don't need an imagination on offense when you're running the ball for 180 yards. There's really no imagination. With touchdowns. Yeah, and Mickey's right. You know? With touchdowns. With touchdowns, yeah. yeah. So that's that. to me, the play calling is very simple when you run the football. You know, and it allows you to do things with Prescott. It keeps him out of harm's way. Even though Dak, Mickey's right, he made some of you know, his 11 throws or completions. There were some big-time guts throws that he made. You know, so, yeah, if you can continue him to do that, but the, their ability to run the fall, this is what this team's identity is. And not but, fall behind by 30 points yeah, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Eight, 18 runs last week against L.A. because of that, Mick. Yeah. Who's that? Got behind. Cowboys. Oh, got oh, behind. oh, L.A. Yeah. I was thinking L.A. They didn't LA. play the Rams last week. Yeah. yeah. San Diego slash The L.A. Rams <laughs> you, is easier to, since they were there. You Easier to transition, but the Chargers well, just Well, doesn't. Nate said it last night on our post. He, he said that your defense and your running game travels. It travels, man. He's absolutely right. We're getting into December now. You know, there's going to be some game. You can't lose a game. You got to win all these games, so you got to find a way. Now you might get into a situation where you're playing a team like the the Raiders, that can put some points up. I mean, they haven't, but they have the potential to put points up. So yeah, I mean, you're going to have to find a way to kind of, you know, th- th- what's amazing about the Cowboys is when they do run the ball well, they score points. When they really do, if you think usually when you run the ball, you're che- chewing clock mm-hmm. and you're not scoring a lot of points. You're just trying to play keep away. Yeah, you're just playing playing keep away, and yeah. you score. You know, you score a few points. But this team has the ability when they are successful running the ball. We saw it in the three game winning streak. When they run the football, they score points. There's not a lot of team in the league that can do what Dallas does, running the ball and scoring points. Helps Got- your helps your receivers get open. Yeah, and which I don't think we've mentioned yet, but this dude should have had two touchdowns yeah. if he doesn't get interfered. Uh, in the end zone that second time. He sets up the one-yard touchdown run. And and they finally connected on that play where he threw the ball where Dez can jump you, up and get it. If you go back and watch that play, it was all set up by Dez's ability to win off the line. When Dez doesn't have to fight in route downfield, it like allows hand, hand fighting. when he doesn't have to combat with a cornerback, when a guy's not pulling on him, when he gets separation, it allows him to get in position and find the ball. That's what he was able to do. When he, he was able, when he beat Breland off the line, there was that separation, and it allowed him to get to where his launch point was. Every time he's had trouble has been when guys are fighting with him and he's fighting and he doesn't find the ball. And now it's a bad adjustment look. Went off the line, Des Bryant. He was clean. He's clean. And even then, the guy interfered with him both times. Had to. Had no choice. Had to run right into him to even make a play. But when he wins off the line, he's a very difficult player to defend. Does Norman not have the ability to, to travel like He could. Him? He could. 
He absolutely could. I mean, because it just seems like that's what they need to do. Breland yeah. can, can cover Terrence Williams. And again, defensive coordinators will tell you about traveling players. What happened during the Rob Ryan administration when it became traveling? Do you remember what how that defense looked? Well, 13 guys on the field sometimes. 13 guys on the field. Uh, breakdowns, guys running all over the place. When you travel guys, it affects everybody else's responsibility. I think when you have 13 on the field, you should get five yards for each guy. Wow. Uh, you know, They I, only I, got a five-yard penalty. They had 13 on the field. That's a heck of a penalty. I under, agree because under Mickey's rules. Yeah, when, you, when you travel, man, you, those other guys – you, you talk about how to be smart. Yeah, those other guys have to be extra, extra smart. Absolutely, because you, you're 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 yeah. you're saying okay, he can do it. Right. Well, can my other cornerback do it? Because well, he's got to go play the other side. Well, what you're going to do is you're saying okay, we're going to play man with this guy, but right. we might have to play zone, zone with everybody here, else. Yeah. So, so all of a sudden, and, and all of a sudden, a guy comes across the field on motion, and now everybody's responsibility in the changes, secondary man. changes. Yeah, that's why people don't like to travel, guys. Rob Ryan administration should have told you that. Guys out of place, guys missing spots, you know. How's that administration doing these days? Doing a lot of TV, I think. Yeah. Both of them? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Some of these guys are still here. You know, he brought some He brought oh. some good, yeah, good coaches right. here. Yeah, that's right. Eberflus, yeah. and I know he had Jerome Henderson, who's no longer here. Atlanta. He's in Atlanta. Yeah, but you see that in blue. When Rob left, they're like, Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I'm going to stay here. Yeah. Not going well, with you. Yeah. yeah, but the thing about it is, though, they, they, they learned that, you know, you have to reinvent yourself. You know? I mean, you really do. I, I, I know from personal experience, I learned something in Green Bay that I learned different in Jacksonville and Philadelphia. I mean, I was able to apply more things in Philadelphia, but you do. What, you have uh, to. Having adapt. Brett Favre helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> helps have no, a I'm just saying. Different no. influences, though. Yeah. Saying, I yeah. mean, you, you, you to survive, you have to adapt. Well, with that touchdown and – it's a jump ball to Dez. If you, if you are better at doing it, kind of fitting, he is now the Cowboys' all-time leading receiving touchdowns maker. Yeah. Passes the great Bob Hayes. If, amazing if you think about all the great wide receivers that have been here. I would never have guessed Bob Hayes was the all-time leader. I would That's, have never guessed. In, in an era where he played where they didn't throw the ball. No. I mean, you, yeah. think, about, you think about, okay, what are his targets to touchdown ratios, Bob Hayes? Has to be pretty incredible. And I, I wish, and, and I don't know if he does or not. Um, he didn't talk to, last night after the game. But Des, I hope he appreciates, and I hope all those receivers appreciate a guy like Bob Hayes who, who changed the game. Yeah. I mean, he, he he definitely opened the door here. And like you said, Brian, they weren't throwing a lot. Nope. But but he was like, you know what? If I just run by you, Don Meredith, you think you can get it to me down the field? Sure. And we'll just do that every time. Yeah. Actually, that was the, they'll tell the stories. Uh, about they'd be in the huddle, and uh, Walt Garrison told me that I can't remember where they were. It's Pittsburgh. It's cold. They're freezing. It's like a tie game, and he said we just get in the huddle, and Meredith looks at 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 Hayes and he goes, "Hey Bobby, just run down as fast as you can. I'm going to throw it to you. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here." Yeah, and and he throws a touchdown right. pass to him. Right. So it wasn't real complicated. It was like being out on the street. Go down to the Ford and turn right. You yeah. know. That's when they Not used many to play players real bump and run but, back then. Yeah. But right? you know, the defensive backs should should look back and go, wow, that guy run. that guy changed the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because look at the players they were playing back there in the secondary. Now look at the guys that are playing there now. I mean, you have to have Multiple a different coverages type. and stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's it, it would you know, but seven was seventy two touchdowns. Yep. 
And, and, and the fitting to me was the fact that his record-breaking touchdown was a Dez play. It was a Dez That's play. That's what it is. Yep. I'm better than you today. This ball, when it's in the air, it's mine. It's not yours. Get off me. Touchdown. That's his. That's where he's That's at his, his best in the red zone down there. Helped seal the game for the Cowboys. They are now six and six. So with I said five, four games to play. Five if they get in. Yeah, maybe you were. Maybe you got to win out. Probably. Yeah. These are the teams you got to keep an eye on. We got a couple minutes left. Detroit six and five. Play Baltimore this week. That's should, who they got? Should be a Ravens fan. Uh, you ought to ask Broaddus. He got it packed down. He wore me out last night with what, that. You got the schedule down? I, I think I have an understanding. Carolina, 8-3, and three, tied yeah. with the Saints yeah, in the you, South. Yeah, you need to figure that one out. Both teams are 8-3. and three, who, are they, right? who are they playing? Carolina and the Saints. Oh, they are playing. The Saints. Yeah, so I think you want to probably have a Saints victory there. This is one that hurts. This, is, this was a big loss. Falcons, head-to-head, potential tiebreaker. They're 7-4 and four right now. The Vikings. Are they, are they at Minnesota? They're playing in Atlanta. Oh, and Come on, Zim. Fighting Zimmermans. And here's one you can do something about here in a few weeks. The Rams lead the West at 8-3, but the Seahawks, who are coming to town on December 24th, Christmas I Eve, are 7-4. Fly, Eagles, fly. You need an Eagles you, win. You need the Eagles to yeah, keep Eagles on rolling. Gonna, the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, you need them to keep on winning to, to, to eliminate – well, not to eliminate, but put a loss on, on uh, the uh, – Seahawks. That way, you get to face them, and you want them to to have this thing wrapped up. So that last game, maybe they do this thing that you did to them last year. And Where are the Seahawks now? Six and five. There are seven and four. Seven and four. Yeah. Ooh. Dang. But you have a chance to do something. That's what about. I'm saying. Yeah, go, you can handle ahead. that. Yeah, business. They lose. Yeah, they're a yeah. game up. Yeah. What's wrong, Nate? Nate? We don't even have to play the Cowboys. <laughs> don't have to play. No, no, all no. Wait, going the, on. The, the thing we said all the Cowboys can't lose a game. You've got to go on a run. You may need some help too. That's yeah. why we're yeah. That's why we're schedule watching. Schedule watching. Hope your parachute don't open. Yeah, you go take an L against the Giants. You can watch the draft show here coming up soon. Uh, yeah. Big game coming up December tenth. Cowboys got a little bit of a break, but they got to win. Back to six and six. Back to five hundred. We'll see what Sean happens Lee. next. And maybe Sean Lee back uh, for the Giants. Very that's... sounded very optimistic about it. Who who that? Sean Lee. Uh, this morning on his radio segment, he goes, I, he said, I know that's the plan, and he's feeling good. The arrow is pointing up, meaning to play against the Giants. Maybe the arrow's pointing up for these Dallas Cowboys. I was Looks told that, that if it was Sunday game. You got to get after that Davis Webb. For sure. Whoever's starting. Davis Webb's going to be there by then? I don't Should know. Be. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? We'll find out. Thanks, for everybody, for joining us. Thanks to all these guys. Thanks to Kent for producing. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back with our normal shows on Monday. Have a good one. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?